This is the Movement of Colors, episode 35. And on this episode, Byron and I, we talk about what we're grateful for, what we look forward to in the new year. We also reflect on some of the bullshit of last year, which was a lot. My name is Brandon Peyton Carrillo, and uh, let's get started. So Byron, we've come to the end of another year. Yes, end of a year, end of a decade. And it was a hell of a decade. But yeah. yeah <laughs> I mean, there's there's two ways you can interpret hell of a decade, and they're both <laughs> kind of true. Yes. This was really a hell of a decade. And then there was a lot of shit going on. There was a lot of shit. Um but let's let's kind of concentrate instead of the whole decade because we could all talk about oh yeah you know the promise of the Obama years and then the disappointment and then shit went all to hell and we're rehashing everything that we've talked about since the beginning of this podcast. But 2019 was a hell of a year in itself. What were let's 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 start with the negative and go positive. What was some of the shitty highlights that stood out for you, Byron? Oh, oh my God. I would have to say the the election um, starting so early. Um, like, I remember, uh, like, the election has been going on for, like, basically the whole of 2019. I remember in 2018, I had a, a like, election, like, political parties and election professor at, at my college, and, like, the midterms had <clears throat> the midterms had just ended, and she was like, "Oh yay, the midterms are over. We can finally have like, you know, a couple months of like, you know, of of peace. We don't have to deal with elections for like a couple months until 2019 and the primary startup. And like, I had to be the one to kind of burst her bubble. I was like, "Yeah, no, they're gonna we're gonna start this back up like in four months. Like literally the moment 20, the moment 2018 turns into 2019, like." All this is gonna start over again. Like we're, there is no in between anymore when it comes to elections. It's just we're in permanent election mode now, uh, and it and it sucks. And she, you know, just you know, her head just kind of fell in like a just sadness and said, like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so, so, so basically that just just the whole election thing. Um, how like. Otherwise, really good organizers are becoming like hyper focused on the election, even to the point where like it's kind of detracting from other organizing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really annoying, and it's like, look, I get it, elections, but like, acknowledge that there are other things happening as well. <laughs> like, like, um, you know, like, I mean, I'm I'm lucky. Um, like, I don't I don't know why I'm complaining about it. Like, like my DSA chapter, like, uh. We, you know, they're they're just starting up their, you know, we're starting up our electoral committee, but like we still also have like an actual community organizing thing going on with the local, some local public land that a city wants to sell off. 
So, oh, so, mm. so there's also that. Is that like I might become homeless in in like a year or two uh, if this uh, land deal goes through because I live next to the fucking plot of land that the city wants to sell. Um, mm. I mean, we have we have we've had a few victories mainly in the courts, but like still, it's it's is a thing that that we're gonna need to be constantly fighting. Um, so I really hope I don't go homeless. <laughs> yeah, I don't want you to go homeless either. Yeah. I mean, you always have a place in Wisconsin, but you know, <laughs> I, I do have an, I have an open invitation to a commune in uh, in the Pacific Northwest, uh, full of anarchists. So there's that, and also have Mexico. I could just like say fuck. I could just I, at any time, folks. At any time, I can say fuck this and just move to Mexico. It's three hours. My family has a giant ass home. Uh, has has like a big family home in 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 uh, Sinaloa State. Um, since both my, since uh, my parents are uh, have are Mexican citizens, I can get Mexican citizenship. I can just say I can just say I'm done with this whole American business. <laughs> Man, you you should have gotten your dual citizenship. You should have been gotten that. What the fuck? I, I know. Like I, I, as as like things get worse, I'm like really starting to contemplate it. But then like the actual reality is like if like things really start to go bad, if we get to like systems collapse level shit like bronze age clap stuff mexico will probably go first before the u.s so like it's gonna become a moot point you know yeah you need a you might need to have an anchor baby in canada or something <laughs> so okay so the election season starting way too fucking early um i have a, a flip side kind of related shitty highlight of 2019 is because of the election cycle starting so early, there are actually awful, awful, awful shitty things that have been happening in the world and in our country that just goes way under the radar because we're worried about 2020, what some Democratic candidate says, who can beat Trump. Trump said this shit. Well, it discourages him, his chances of winning re-election in 2020. Oh God, yes. all, that, all that horse shit. When realistically it was like, whoa, we just, we're just going to let, uh, you know, corporations pollute willy-nilly in the EPA. Oh, we're going to make it illegal to protest pipelines. Oh, we're going to make it illegal. And you might not even get a job if you say that you are um, – for the BDS movement, you know, those things, which you would think Americans should have a debate on, that's not happening. It's just going without, you know, anybody saying anything about it. Our rights are being eroded, our environment's being polluted more, or we're giving them the green light to pollute more. Um, and we're just... On some petty bullshit. Yeah, I, I could, I could imagine, I could imagine Henry Kissinger becoming like a Mad Max warlord. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he just becomes immortal. He literally becomes Immortan Joe <laughs> in, in the wasteland. <laughs> He's been yeah. kept alive by like all these like ancient machines. You know, this is what grinding gears and some type of weird bellow system for his lungs. Yeah. Oh, another horrible thing that's happened this year is the labor lo- really losing that election uh, a few weeks ago in the UK. Holy shit. They got fucked by the Tories. Um, 
Yeah, and and now Jeremy Corbyn, who like I, who you know I had I had issues with because of the whole like we need more police, uh, position. <laughs> um, uh, you know his his history with the IRA is cool, <laughs> but like yeah. doesn't really make up for it. You know that's that's all that's in the past. This is now. <laughs> um, he had to step down. Um, we don't know who's gonna end up leading the UK Labour Party. Um, but also the fact that like, I don't know what it is about Labour, but like. Whenever, like, an election, like, I don't know what it is about labor, but, like, they just absorb all the organizing capacity in the UK, like, whenever there's an election. They just turn people into, they turn, like, community organizers into canvassers. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, it was, whatever your critique is about Jeremy Corbyn, that was their last, that society's last chance of not going down the tubes. Yeah, unless, that was it. unless Brexit goes really bad and like the IRA pop up up again and, and like or like North Ireland secedes, Scotland secedes, um, Wales is, is starting to go starting to like think about that kind of stuff nowadays, um, even though like very few of them seek Welsh nowadays, um, yeah. you know, like all you're going to get like like that's that's a prerequisite not for, you know, a left wing revolution, but like. A fucking fascist reaction like that that's the kind of shit that like um makes you know that that made it, it like you know uh germany fascist <laughs> or like romania get the iron guard <laughs> it's like that loss of national prestige and like uh not through war but just like through natural decay yep and that's where it's going you already got the scottish talking about we need another referendum no, they're they're gonna do it. Uh, Nicola Sturgeon said, "Like, yeah, no, we're gonna do the referendum unilaterally if we have to, like, like Catalonia." And now the question is, is it gonna be a repeat of Catalonia, where like uh, Boris Johnson just sends in fucking the military and police just beat everybody up so they can't vote? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So like, England is gonna just become fascist. Uh, it's it's gonna suck. Uh, but I'm looking forward to uh, the uh, the war of the Triple Alliance of uh, Wales, Scotland, and Ireland, uh, and United Ireland, just beating up England. <laughs> <laughs> Where's payback time for these last 500 years? Um, sorry, English. Yeah, Scotland's where the Trident missiles are. <laughs> yeah. That's why the English really don't want to lose Ireland, uh, Scotland. No, no, and. It's, I mean, not to mention, obviously, loss of territory and sovereign control over others, peoples and stuff. Um, Economically, man, the working class there is going to be, they're going to get hit. It's going to be real rough. If they thought the last 10 years were rough, this shit's going to be even, it's going to be tougher. Uh, I don't. I don't see how any of the fantasies about how a, a Brexit was a good idea to begin with, whether it's, you know, a Brexit with a deal or just falling out of the union. Uh, but, you know, hey, you know, hopefully they can prove us wrong. I don't see that shit happening. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's let's move on to the next question. I, I, I'm starting to get depressed here. <laughs> We don't want to yes. make people just fucking cry for ten hours. So okay, so some bright spots. What's what was something that was good 
that's happening. It happening. Oh, all, all of the mass protests are just springing up, like, literally in, like, the last fucking year. <laughs> like, uh, Chile, um, you know, Colombia, Haiti, um, multiple protests throughout the Middle East, um, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, th- there was a loss in Bolivia, but, like, there's whole chunks of Bolivia that are just, like, not <laughs> falling in line with the coup government. Um, and they're starting to, like, get organized um, to fight back, which is really interesting. Um, you know, it's... You know, like, uh, there, 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 there is a few, you know, points of hope, I guess. Yeah. And none not of it's in mention- the West. <laughs> No, no, no. no the, the, the French general strike is pretty interesting. That's a good thing. Yeah. Um, more legalized weed. That's always really cool. That's always but... an, even as a non-weed smoker, I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, the movement towards decriminalization or some type of reform of the justice system. You know, the ball is moving where two years ago, that shit wasn't going nowhere. That was a pipe dream. Oh, yeah. Hell, um, um, the decrimin- like, like more support for the decriminalization of sex work, for fuck's sake. I mean, like, who, like, no one, like, I, I, like, I did not expect that at all. And, like, the fact that, like, you know, a lot of sex workers ended up organizing for that. And now there's even politicians, like, even, like, uh, like more politicians coming out in favor of decriminalization of the sex trade. Um... It's always like, yeah, no, that's, that's that's good. That's like gonna save lives. <laughs> so there's definitely some movement on that, and I think there's some definitely some movement as far as people being culturally aware of each other, at least in the Western world, where there's respect for a growing respect for people just allowed to be themselves, you know. Um, I think there's obviously some way, you know, a long way to go. There's a lot of healing that needs to be happened, um, a la, you know, Marianne Williamson style. Um, <laughs> but, well, don't uh, get me started on Marianne Wilson. I, I do not like her. Really? I don't like her, man. I mean, I don't know how she's still, like, she's sewed up in one of, the, like, the uh, MSNBC, like, graphics about, like, oh, who's running in the primary or whatever. And, like, she's still running, apparently. Um, mm-hmm. And I was just like, why Why the fuck is she still there? Like, why is she still there on the graphic? Um, she's, like, she basically helped kill, like, AIDS and HIV victims um, by telling them not to take their medication because she was, like, anti-traditional medicine. And she, like, peddles a lot of fucking, like, kind of, like, like, the shit that you make fun of the Green Party for, she genuinely believes. <laughs> well, you know, I think everybody's made some mistakes in their past. No, she, she, doesn't, she, she did not apologize for it. She has not apologized for it. She still, she still talks about it in her latest book. <laughs> I'm, I'm cutting this Marianne Williamson portion out of the podcast. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> But anyway, uh, <laughs> sorry for my tangent on how much I hate Maria Monson uh, for being a fucking uh, for for telling people not to take their fucking medicine that they need to live. <laughs> we're we're cutting that out, uh, <laughs> out. Um, but good things, good things, good things. Um, oh, people know about uh, 
people are starting to become more aware of just how bad Tulsi Gabbard is and her connections with like Hindu nationalism and her like weird cult history and like where all her like reactionary positions came from that she suddenly changed her mind on until like she like until like she didn't like people are becoming aware of that so that's that's pretty dope I I actually like that too (laughs) yeah I, I, I agree about that like and I don't think she's even really hiding her more reactionary positions now it's just like she's just being the real Tulsi that she really is yeah probably the most conservative democrat in the house (laughs) yeah like on the fucking debate stage uh when they were talking about like uh abortion it was like okay Hugh here has like or we put like any restrictions on abortion and she was the only one who raised her hand it was like yeah no like there should be like some restriction like based on like uh like what month they're in or whatever um she was the only one the only Mm -hmm. one yeah, and not to mention she voted, uh, not that this matters, but uh, present um, on impeachment. Yeah, like um, when there's when there's no need to, like, unless she's going for, like, the most conservative Democrats, there's no reason to do so. Um, or, so, yeah, uh, I, I'm very glad that everyone realizes just how much of a shithead uh, Tulsi Gabbard is. Exactly. But people are going to thirst for her anyway, so I don't know what the fuck you got to do. It is what it is. Yeah. All right. So that was kind of cathartic. Like, yes, there's some good points. People are catching on and getting a little more woke, you know, standing the up for the rights. third eyes opening, as Miriam Lundstedt would say. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, again, cutting that out. Uh, <laughs> like, so 2020, what are you most hopeful about? Um, 2020, what I'm most hopeful about, um, I, I really hope that Chilean protesters, like, just topple the government. Um, that seems to be kind of where things are going. Like the president has like a ten percent favorability rating. Everybody fucking hates them. Um, everybody hates like the cost of really like reactionary constitution that I guess the Pinochet set up. Um, you know, it's uh, so hopefully that you know finally follows through. Um, you know, there's I'm, I'm really hoping that this uh, uh, you know public land. Um, reclamation project, I, I don't know what the fuck you call it, um, that I'm organized with in my community, um, kind of f- f- ends in a good note. Um, otherwise, we're fucked. Um, it's something that like, more and more people in my neighborhood are starting to get, become like, more conscious of. Um, so that's, that, is all, that is a very good thing. I hope that to happen so we win that fight against um, Garden Grove. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's... it's uh, you know, I, I, I just... I mean, it's very hard because I know there's going to be a recession in 2020. Like, like the, the market has been basically kept alive artificially by just having, by just governments pumping money into, like, the financial sector for, like, free. <laughs> and um, into, like, very short-term loans. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. Like, it... it I don't want to... Because, like... I really don't want to say, like, oh, I hope there's a recession in 2020 because, like, no, I, I personally went through the last recession. It sucks. All the people who are saying we should we need a recession is, like, are bad people. Like, we shouldn't want that. <laughs> it's, no. It's, like, people die. People fucking lose their homes. Like, it's bad. We shouldn't say that. Uh, and this time, more people would die. <laughs> yeah, no, because, we have because like, the working class, we never recovered from the last one in 2008. Yeah. That was only like the 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 only people who genuinely recovered were like were like um the the rich 
like the 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 capitalists. They were the only ones who really recovered. The middle, even the middle class is seeing like still haven't recovered um, in terms of standard of living. Um, and the working class, we I mean, we've been fucked by forever. So like, <laughs> yeah. there's no it's no surprise. So I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm so I'm not hopeful that it's gonna happen. I know it's gonna happen. Um, the recession, uh, maybe depression, depending on how bad it is. Um, especially since we never recovered from the last one. Um, I'm not going to say I'm hopeful or whatever that's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. Oh, I'm hopeful is that we get a, the left seizes the momentum through the, to the recession kind of just shows everybody, Hey, you lived through two fucking recessions in a span of fucking 10 years. Uh, like clearly something's wrong. Um, and hopefully we out-organize the, the fascists who are also going to try to seize the opportunity. Um, exactly. That's what I'm hopeful about. Okay. That's a good one to be hopeful about. Um, on a local level, here in Milwaukee, we're building a um, internet um, service provider cooperative. And mm-hmm. uh, we got the equipment. We got some quotes on where to launch our mesh network from. Um, we pretty much just need the people and the people support. So we can make MKE mesh a thing. So that's kind of cool. I'm looking forward to that. Nice. Hell yeah, dual power, man. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's going to be a bigger part of our solidarity economy, kind of maybe even community council kind of plans. Um, but... So we got that happening on a national level. I hope even though elections have um, a shitty way of taking away manpower from other things, I think particularly in how Bernie Sanders campaign has been evolving, um, there is, there could be some movement being built off the back of that outside of um, just this whole election thing. Um, More of a general solidarity for the left. Um, I feel that's there. Win, lose, or draw. Whatever happens in November. Um, So I feel good about that. Um, The old order is definitely crumbling. Um, there's a lot of shit up for grabs. Um, that could be fucking scary. And I think part of it, it is particularly when you're dealing with violence and suppression that will probably come in play or more of that at play. But there's with that kind of up for grabs, there is an opportunity. And I just hope that, um, there's enough of us that are smart enough and can work together and cooperate well enough to where we can kind of tilt that to our favor. So, because, I mean, the the middle can't stand. I think that's just going to fall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And some places are going to go pretty fascisty, and they're already kind of gone that way. And most likely the U.S. is probably going to fall that way before it goes hard left but I think that's just the the nature of these things and there'll be other places where boom you know 
like Greece, if they get fucked over again, they're going straight, probably more in a libertarian socialist um, vein, you know. And then you got Spain, which they're probably going to They're probably going to go fascist. I don't know. I feel like Spain's going to go fascist. I mean, they're already, I mean, Vox, which is like an unironic fascist party, like, or like who like, who like love Franco. Um, they're, they're already winning, like, they're already starting to, like, gain in elections, so, I don't know. Yeah, man. and they're gonna, they're gonna gain, but that doesn't mean they're gonna take over. I don't know, man, because, so, like, like, especially with the whole Catalan thing, is this sparking a lot of Spanish nationalism? Um, I, I don't know, I, that, 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 that's a whole other thing, that's a whole different conversation. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole other thing, and we should do a segment on that, but in 2020. In 2020. So, but that's my general feeling. I hope, my wishes, and yeah, we'll fucking see how this shit plays out. Alright, here's, here's the 2020. Cheers, cheers. <laughs> Alright gang, that brings us to the end of another episode. You know what? Please follow us on Twitter at movement underscore color. And if you find it in your heart, become a patron at our Patreon page at uh, patreon.com backslash movement of color. We got a lot of cool stuff hanging out there for you. So until then, my name is Brandon Peyton Carrillo. And adios.